hello gorgeous hearts and happy Monday, happy moon day. I hope you're all feeling exquisite. I mean, I did my potty last week and then last week, as you knew, it was the Capricorn full moon and I did share around like the bottom of my house being completely demolished and how Pluto is, you know, going you know, going to end his journey in my fourth house over the next coming couple of years. And then this full moon in, in, in Capricorn hit Pluto, opposed my own moon, um, my own natal moon in Cancer um, and Ceres, actually. My asteroid of Ceres um, is also 27 degrees of Cancer right on my moon. So I'm having Pluto oppose them all year. If you know, you fucking know right now. Um, and, uh, oh my God, last week was just a shit show. I have spoken to that many people and it was just a shit show for them. And I want to speak to a few things today. I've got a, I, I do have a list of things, um, that I want to speak to, um, because everyone experiences these energies very differently. Okay. If your chart is not being lit up like a motherfucking Christmas tree, and even if it is, it can be exposed and experienced in very different ways. Um, you know, your level of consciousness, your level of awareness, your level of self-understanding, your level of truth, your level of honesty. I mean, it's easy to be feeling good all the time if you're not being honest. <laughs> um, you know, the collective goes through its own things. And it's not that we've got to feel bad to feel good. And it's not that astrology is bad. The reality of it is, is that some full moons, some new moons, some transits, some this, some that will affect people differently. So I want to speak to that really quickly is that if the full moon was great for you, fucking yes, that is awesome because the full moon might not have actually been touching anything in your chart. So great. You know, if, if it felt good for you, that's great. And the thing is, is that when I was just saying then that I've had pretty much everyone I knew had a shit show last week and pretty much all of my DMs were shit show. I think like one or two people said, oh, it was good for me. I'm like, rad, like that's awesome. So the thing is, is that A, it's not like a comparison because the collective energy is hitting your micro in your own chart specific to you. So even as an astrologer, and we can talk about the collective energy um, I mean, even when I spoke about the Pluto full moon, I mean, it was big, it was potent, it was powerful, it was unexpected, you know, and that's the thing. So for some, um, I wasn't expecting what happened. Like we literally had to like flee our house like asylum seekers. I mean, you know, not really, but we had to flee our house on Thursday, the day of the full moon and go and stay in a, an apartment um, for the night, which was bougie and beautiful. And I'm blessed that we just are able to do that at such short notice, but it was short notice, you know, so that was the expect the unexpected. I was feeling like shit, like my body, I'm feeling amazing today, but I was feeling like shit. Um, I've coming off uh, the back end of a chest infection and my body just wasn't feeling great. So I wanted to lay in bed all day and rest on Thursday, that on the full moon day, but I couldn't because downstairs is being, as we know, demolished. And that was spraying some chemical uh, for mold and all this sort of stuff because it's the bare bones now and that is how that full moon felt for so many people primal raw to the fucking bone because 
of particularly maybe where it was happening in your own chart or, you know, that something big was happening for you in your own life, right? So for me, it was really huge. You know, it was very unexpected. Um, You know, I wasn't feeling well physically. I was sensitive. I was teary. I was emotional. I, you know, it was all the fucking things for me. It was probably one of the most intense full moons I think I've experienced in a long time. And being told that all of a sudden we just have to leave our house, that we can't be here. So that was a very quick, okay, go and book something. Can I check in early? All the sorts of things, pick the kids up, go back there for the night, so on and so forth. So last week for me was a bit of a shit show, a bit of a write-off, no internet, all the things. <laughs> like you name it, it was happening. Um, but it's all good. You know, when you're in it, you're in it and um, things pass. Everything, everything, everything passes. And today the moon is in. Pisces, it's conjunct Neptune, they're making a trine to the sun. It's it's how light day in the liquid crystal. So there is this sense of peace and calm. For me, there is anyway. So I'm really plugged into that. I mean, A, I am super sensitive to the planets. I am super sensitive to the cosmos. And because I know my own chart so well, I am going to experience something very different than what you were experiencing or your partner or your family member or your dog or your cat or the prime minister. Like, you know, no, we do not have the same charts. So ultimately, if you feel, if you felt great when everyone around you has not felt great or you feel like shit when everyone around you feels good, that's got to do with you and your chart. Like that's what it's got to do with. So for me, I'm always like, turn to your own chart. You've got to know your own chart. Um, collectively there is just stuff. And like I said, it's, it does come back to your level of awareness, honesty. Um, you know, your level of self-awareness, um, is pretty much the biggest thing, you know, um, in, in navigating big energetic terrain. Um, just think some people are just, you know, like maybe used to not feeling great or, or whatever. Like, I don't know how people live without astrology, but that's because it's been my entire life, my entire life. But, um, and it's not because I need to know, it's just because it's like the weather. I'm not going to go outside and it's pissing down, raining and I'm in a bikini. I mean, what a dick. Like, yes, I could embrace that and go, oh, this is amazing. And then I'm cold or, you know, it's a thunderstorm. Um, but the thing is, is that, awareness for me it's like when you know yourself when you master yourself you know the universe you can master the universe you know self-mastery for me is all around honesty and awareness and self-responsibility um, and not skimming over things and we are in very big collective times right right now and it is the renaissance you know this whole decade which is what I've spoken to a bit is it's a big, big decade. So the biggest thing I can say is plug into your own chart and see where things are unfolding for you um, because that's the most important thing, yeah? That is I'm going to explain what happened for me last week because this moon was opposite my – I had a full moon opposite my natal moon whilst Pluto's opposite my natal moon. Like – Like I said, like the seasons of our own lives are very, very different. And some people in their whole life will never, ever, ever experience Pluto opposite their moon. They just never will. So we all get different experiences, as we know, based on the chart that we were born with. So and then based on especially those transpersonal planets of Neptune, uh, Uranus and 
uh, Pluto, they're going to hit different. You know, we're going to be hit differently in our own charts at different times. You know, there are some collective midlife transits, which we all get around the same age. You know, we're all going to have our Pluto square in our late 30s. For some, it might be early 40s. Um, You know, we're all going to have these Saturn squares oppositions. You know, we're going to go through those at around similar times. You know, we have our Saturn return at around 28 to 30. So we all actually have our own set of uh, transits that are similar, our Uranus opposition, you know, the, the peak of the, the midlife crisis transit, our Chiron return at around 50, you know, and of course other, there's, uh, you know, other things there, the Neptune square, like there's so much that happens with those transpersonal and even outer planets, you know, even your, your nodal stuff, uh, Jupiter and, you know, there's stuff that happens there. But my Pluto is going to hit my planets differently than your Pluto is going to hit. So for me, I've got Pluto opposite my moon. Like this is a big fucking transit. Like it is, it's like a once, well, it is, it's a once in a lifetime transit. And not only that, I've got Uranus on top of my sun, Chiron, once in a lifetime transit. Neptune square. We all go through a Neptune square, but I'm having it at the same time as these other ones. Chiron's on my descendant. I mean, my chart is lit up like a Christmas tree and I'm so aware of it that I'm okay with it. And, but the thing is, is that That is why my experience and when I share, I'm sharing from experience, um, you know, that is that that's where I'm sharing from. So I really wanted to just speak to that because I get a lot of people going, oh, I I felt amazing on this full moon. And I'm like, rad, like, take that, like, take that. Obviously, it's not hitting your chart. You know, obviously, you're not going through some really epic transits. And, And that's the thing. Again, it's seasonal you know, at the moment it's fixed charts, you know, people with a lot of fixed, especially that, you know, mid to late degrees, you know, we're looking at, you know, 16 to 24 degrees of, of fixed signs. Like that's a whole world of fuckery right now. Like I said it, like the fixed fuckery, it's in my 2022 energy survival kit. You know, I wrote a whole thing around fixed energies because the fixed signs are the ones that are going through their own huge motherfucking upgrade right now. So if you're a heavy mutable chart, you know, it's going to be a very different experience for you. You know, like you're not going to be experiencing um, Saturn making a conjunction, a square or an opposition to a shitload of your planets. You know, if you've got late cardinal, you know, you've got Pluto there either making a square, a conjunction or or an opposition. So this is the thing. When we understand our own charts, we understand ourselves. We're not listening to other people and their perspectives. We're looking at our own charts and we're curating our own life. And that is one of the greatest, you know, keys and of self-realization is taking responsibility and curating your own life. And then when we come across these sorts of heavier transits or things like that, we're not bypassing it by going, oh no, I'm, I'm amazing, but really I'm wearing rose colored glasses. You know, like this is about getting gritty, getting into the shadow and doing the work. Right. And like I said, it's the fixed signs right now and late cardinal. I mean, yeah, the mutable has Neptune in um, Pisces. So yes, if you've got those mid 20 degree mutable, uh, uh, you know, mutable planets um, at those that that do those sort of mid degrees there in the 20s, uh, Neptune is going to be making a square a conjunction or an opposition there. And, you know, and, and Neptune is very dissolving or foggy or unclear. You know, Pluto's destroying and, and destructive and, 
you know, it's the full-blown motherfucking rebirth. And then, you know, Uranus is awakening and he's shaking us up and he's bringing chaos, but to bring revolution and freedom. So they've all got their own beautiful personalities and they're hitting our charts at their own hit, you know? So again, know the micro to understand the macro. I think that that's a really good thing, but know, but know that the macro cosmic transits are happening to your own chart. And that's what's important to look for. So that's one thing that I wanted to speak of today. Like I said, is a juicy, delicious day and I'm on a roll. Um, I've done my, I've, I finally got a little email out. So if you're on my email list, you're going to have, that's landed in your inbox already. Um, Venus has moved to zero, 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 zero of cancer. And this is just delicious. I mean, Venus in cancer is one of my favorite positions. Um, although she's not technically exalted there, I would say she is. I mean, Venus in Pisces is the exaltation of, of her position. Like she, her, she is exalted in that sign. Um, obviously, Venus is at home in Taurus and Libra. And then Venus has her detriments and fall. But for, for Cancer, there's just something about her. And it's the same with Capricorn. You know, I think that Venus in Capricorn can be a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of a, you know, but Venus in Cancer, no good or bad. It's not about good or bad. It's just that how will the planet of Venus function in that sign? And for me, I would nearly say that she's, it's like she's exalted in cancer. You know, it's a very beautiful sign for her to be in. You know, we get to now traverse the next few weeks with home cooked meals, hugs, you know, she's the supreme hugger. She's the ultimate hug. Um, And, yep, she's going to make a couple of squares to that Aries stuff and she will oppose Pluto in her journey as well. But, um, you know, overall, like, she's just a delicious transit. So that Cancer house is still being activated. Mercury moves into Leo tomorrow on the 19th. Um, Now, uh, you know, like I've just talked about fixed, in, in my 2022 Energy Survival Kit, I did have a big page around these sort of fixed signs. Uh, because we've got the nodes in Scorpio and Taurus, we have Saturn in Aquarius, and we've also got Uranus in Taurus. So the the missing leg to that fixed energy is Leo. Okay, so motherfucking Leo season will be a time. Um, just think about Aquarius season. Uh, then we've got Leo season, and then we've got Scorpio season. You know, even Taurus season. I mean, Taurus season for me. Um, you know, I got COVID for the first two weeks. It was eclipse season. So mark your calendars, you know, Leo season, be aware because it's actually the missing leg in this fixed grand square. Okay. So it's the fire. It's the fixed fire. So let's get ready to burn it all down, my friends. Um, Mercury moves into Leo there and the sun and we are in our last week of cancer season. Can you fucking believe that? I mean, come on. Um, come on, we are really time hopping and in quantum, quantum fields at the moment. I've written a lot about this in my 2023 kit as well, um, which I'm deep in the throes of and I've got a few months to write and then I'm, then, then it's all the editing and all the stuff to get it ready for my, uh, to get it ready to pre-sell, right? So be on the lookout for that. Um, cause I'm only doing limited amounts this year. Um, so yes, Leo season, going to be a big one, going to be a great big ball of fire. Um, and then of course, Scorpio season, which is out still eclipses as well. So it is going to be very big as well. Um, 
But this week excites me for a few different reasons. A, you know, I feel good. (laughs) You know, physically when you feel good, you're just like grateful. I bow down. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, That is my sermon to my own self is thank you, Lord Jesus, because I um, don't get very sick often. And um, yeah, I've got, luckily I've got a very strong constitution, but uh, yeah, I hadn't been feeling myself the last couple of weeks. So this is, this is nice. Turning the corner is beautiful. The sun is shining. It is a glorious day. This moon Neptune conjunction is really delicious with this beautiful trine to the sun. So, I mean, lap this up, babies, drink it in, uh, bask. I've just gone with the flow today. I had to have some medical stuff done and go to the doctor And that ended up like being two hours instead of what I thought would be like 20 minutes. And that was completely fine. I got all of these blood test results back and everything is so well for me. But I do have extremely low iron, which I think is what is, um, yeah, which has got a lot to do with what's going on for me. So, yeah, um, you know, once you turn 41, especially, uh, you're in what's called a sixth house perfection. Uh, This happens for all of us. It doesn't matter when your birthday is, when your not birthday is, what year you're born, what sign you are. When you turn 41 on your birthday, you move into a sixth house perfected year, which means that the sixth house topics become super important for your year at 41. And that happens every 12 years. So you can go back 12 years, forward 12 years, and you can see what was going on with my health then. And I know a lot of people at 41 who had never had like operations or this or this, and they had everything happen to them. So of course I turned 41. Um, I entered my 41st year with COVID. Oh yeah, baby. Like right on fucking eclipse season. You cannot make that shit up. Um, you honestly just fucking can't. Um, it's perfect. It's all fucking perfect. That's why I love it so much. Like we, everything is so divinely orchestrated that it brings me to my knees over and over and over and over again, time and time again, day after day after day. I mean, the reverence that I have for the universe, just, it blows my mind every day um, at how perfect everything is. So um, yeah, you know, I've just had some stuff come up um, and yeah, needed to get some tests and all that stuff. But today has just felt so luscious, like a big warm hug that I'm just flowing, you know, I'm just really flowing with it. Uh, And yeah, this sun, Neptune, moon trine is just quite delicious. And again, just relax, loves, relax. Uh, Everything is exactly as it's meant to be. Um, I do want to highlight the 20th. Uh, The 20th is a bit of a day uh, to keep your eye on, okay, Uh, which is on Wednesday. The sun opposes Pluto, um, which could be destructive. It could feel like people are opposing you, you know, and, and even to the level of, you know, just be mindful when you're out, you know, don't just reverse out of the car park. You might hit a pole or, you know, this is the time that the external, like there can be external sort of moments that you might think are out of your hands, but ultimately the sun is opposite Pluto. So it's a day to be aware. It's a day to watch projecting anything, especially anger, rage, violence. I mean, the planet of Pluto can be very, it's, it's, it's violence, you know, it can be violence. So, um, but it can also be deep rebirth and transformation and creative, you know, passionate creative potential. So you could use the 20th to dive into a creative project that you're wanting to do, which is totally what's on my list. 
Um, I'm going to be writing out my 2023 kit. So I'm going to be diving straight into that and putting all of my energy into that. So you just want to watch where you're directing your energy on the 20th. You want to take responsibility for the energy that is yours, wherever you go, in your car, in the shops, at with your family, with your friends at work, be responsible for your energy. Watch your projections or watch other people's projections. You know, don't get into fights just to prove something because it can be quite a combative sort of energy as well. It's quite big. Um, but also on that same day, Chiron also has, you know, stationed retrograde. So, you know, you could maybe be feeling sensitive, triggered, like people aren't understanding you, like you're trying to get your point across, like, you know, like you just want to fucking go off at someone. Like, you you, you know, you can channel your Kali Mama in a nice sacred environment and the 20th is not the day to just be, you know, erupting. Um, you know, and if you need to, you will, and then there will be consequences as there always is to every single thing that we do, um, especially energetically. So be mindful of the 20th because Mars is also sextile. So it's a nice aspect to Black Moon Lilith. But again, I see this as, you know, this channeling of the fire, you know, Lilith is in Cancer, Mars is in Taurus, Mars and Mars is getting closer to Uranus, this triple conjunction that we're having with Mars, the North Node and Uranus at 18 degrees Taurus coming up late July, early August. Um, just a side note, I've got an incredible masterclass that I'm going to be holding, one that you don't want to miss. This is a once in a lifetime uh, transit uh, in Taurus because Uranus and the North Node come together around every 15 years. So 15 years ago, it was in Pisces. Now it's in Taurus. And 15 years from now, it will be in Cancer, um, but not with the Node. So, uh, I mean, sorry, not with Mars. So Uranus and the North Node are quite close now. So, you know, this is a time to be paying attention to any faded connections. And again, expect the unexpected. What is at play here is a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff. I'm going to talk a lot about it in my masterclass next week on the 26th, Tuesday, the 26th. If you can't make the live call, of course, you have access to the replay, which is in a private astrology lounge where I hold all of my live masterclasses, darlings. I had like a hundred and something people for my Lilith call, which was just exquisite. We've just wrapped that up. Um, and now I've cleared the, cleared the group out and I am ready for my new round of masterclass people to come in and yeah, map this out, map this once in a lifetime little blip out because we're setting up something now for the next 15 years. Um, it's important where it's happening in your own chart, of course, but it's so nice to come together. I mean, Uranus is about the collective, you know, it's so nice to be able to do this in a group um, and riff on and froth on this exciting transit. But, you know, we've got to look at uh, Uranus can be, you know, high anxiety, highly strung, um, you know, you want to be cautious, Uranian energy, you want to be cautious because again, it's like expect the unexpected. I'm like looking at the roads and people are taking risks and doing things like that. And this is a time for me, slower, slower is faster, slower is better, slower will get you there in a better condition. Um, because Uranian energy is very quick, even though, you know, it's in Taurus, which is the slow and deliberate, but at the same time, there's this amplification of fate and destiny and purpose and divine synchronicities. Like, you know, the revolution is here, my darlings, you know, it's here and it's, it's, I'm, ex I am frothing this and super excited for this transit. So whilst I'm saying, yes, be mindful and aware because yes, I mean, Uranus is predict, you know, unpredictable and, and can bring chaos. So the thing is, is that it's a very 180. 
180. Oh, feel good one day, feel shit the next day. Get all this done one day, get nothing the night. Oh, happens this day, happens that. Like it's it's a very flip-flop, flip-flop sort of energy, you know? It, it To me, it's just that full 180. Like that's how I feel with it. It's like, oh, it's 180. Oh, you did this. And then all of a sudden a 180. So you've got to be energetically clean, if that makes sense. You know, you really want to be cleaning up your own energetic template. And because a lot of insight, a lot of revelations are coming through, Um, And a lot is landing and especially physically in our bodies. I mean, if you've been going through a lot of physical stuff, especially if you're a heavy Taurus, even if you've got lots of fixed planets, it's a very visceral upgrade is what's happening. So and you can, you know, it makes sense with what's been going on for me personally, because I do have my son and my Chiron both at 18 degrees of Taurus. So, of course, you want to come to my masterclass because who better to talk about it than someone who actually has her son and her Chiron. Um, and I'll, I'll be talking, there is a generation of Chiron going through this as well. And we're going to talk more about that as well. But yeah, it just makes sense that my physical body is going through these, this set of whatever it's going through, right? You know, physical heavy upgrades um, or downgrades or resting or up leveling, whatever it is, you know, there's no right or wrong around it. Um, but it's, it's a big time. It is a big time for us fixed charts. Um, but yeah, this Uranus, Mars and North node, 18 degree Taurus activation, this triple conjunction, I am super frothing. So again, if you are interested, you can email me or connect with me. Um, and it's just $33. And we're going to sit together on the Mayan New Year's Day, which is Tuesday, the 26th of July. Evening time, uh, Australian Eastern Standard, <coughs> excuse me, um, from 7 to 9 p.m. I think I said that. I don't know. I'm just letting you know when this masterclass is. But I want, yes, I want you to still mark the 20th down this week because it's a bit of a big day. Chiron stations retrograde. Mars sextiles Black Moon Lilith, so there could be some big sort of stuff that fires up. You know, you want to take action on, you want to speak on, or you're feeling into. Could be a very good day for sexy times as well, because even with the Sun opposite Pluto, like it's a very passionate, intense energy. So you know, maybe mark that one out for a bit of a sexy time. But I do just wanted to remind you just to be aware of your own triggers, take responsibility for your own triggers, which is something that um, not a lot of the spiritual entertainment industry like to do because they like to project their triggers onto other people because you triggered me or I'm intimidated by you. So guess what? That's your responsibility, not the other person's. Um, And that would be a day that I would definitely be yeah, using that energy to transform and to create other than destroy and destruct. Okay, that's the hot tip. Now, I've nearly gotten everything I wanted to say done, which is great. I can go and have some lunch, darlings. Um, Okay, so the other reason I this is one of my favorite weeks is because we're coming into uh, the Mayan day out of time. So this is um, a day that I have worked with for, I don't know, 10 years now, probably more, um, where in the liquid crystals, we have five crystals that are only active one day a year. So in a nutshell, the liquid crystal in their cyclic order has 77 crystals. Okay. And so 
every single day has a new crystalline frequency. And look, Justin is the creator of this. He teaches a lot of other more in-depth things around just these sacred 77. He does so much. He's an alchemist. I love him. Um, I've been working with the liquid crystals for a long time. Um, they are game changers. They're my favorite. I love them so much. Um, you'll always see me talk about the liquid crystals, uh, mention them. Um, and this week in particular is one of my favorite weeks because of these uh, next dimensional crystals that are activated only once a year. So ultimately, 72 crystals go over and we, we, we go through the, the, the rounds and the cycle of just 72 during the year. But for five days a year, which is coming up this week, we open to the other five next dimensional crystals, which are also a part of City 11. So City 11 um, starts tomorrow. So we have a whole seven days of City 11. Uh, Moldavite is the, the, the first crystal and obsidian. Um, and then we have the five next dimensional crystals that only appear once a year. I'm just getting, I've got all the cards sitting in front of me because I will activate and work with these guys um, for, for the next seven days. Ultimately, two of the City 11 crystals um, come around four times a year, Moldavite and Obsidian. Um, like if you're born on May the 9th, which is my birthday, you, are, you have an Obsidian uh, birthday crystal. If you were born tomorrow, which is what, the 19th? Yes, the 19th. Uh, Moldavite is your, your birthday liquid crystal and they're both City 11 crystals. Um, City 11 is the, the doorway, the gateway, the next step on the tree of life. Um, so all 77 of these crystals uh, have cities on the tree of life. So the tree of life has 11 cities and each of the, crystal, each of the cities have seven crystals that um, activate those uh, cities. And ultimately, yes, the 11th is that ethereal next step gateway. And it's, a, a, and it's all very much around like time, you know, time hopping, dimensional, interdimensional traveling, things like that. Um, I am very good at city 11. So what happens uh, in the liquid crystals is you can see what, what cities you're good at, what cities you, you need a little bit more work on. And of course, city 11 for me, like, is just one of my favorite I'm just, you know, I get a very good score. It's a, there's actually a score that you can get um, for City 11. When I found it, of course, a long time ago, I was like, of course, that's me in my City 11. Um, plus my birthday crystals in City 11, plus one of my name Trinity crystals are in City 11. So, um, yeah, the liquid crystals is an amazing modality. I could talk about them forever and ever and ever. Amen. Um, but I want to just talk of and speak that for the next seven days from tomorrow, the 19th, we get this incredible full city 11 activation so like i said the 19th is moldavite day and the 20th is obsidian day so from the 21st to the 25th they are five crystals that are only active for those five days of the whole year so it's pretty damn special i was at splendor for one of these a few years ago working there at uh, my friend tegan soul quartz's little booth um and yeah, if you go back and sort of look at these five days every year, they're quite magical. Now, I usually do some sort of Instagram live where I chat about each of the crystals. And look, if I've got time, I will do that. I am heavily booked up with clients and I had to reschedule my whole week last week. 
Uh, plus my kit has a bit of a deadline and this is the week for me to be getting it done. So I will see how I go, but there will be something, even if it's just a little story or something short, but that's why I'm getting in now to give you a little heads up so that you can be excited um, for these five next dimensional crystals. So uh, ultimately the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th and 25th of July every year. So if you have a birthday, your birthday is one of these other City 11 crystals as well, darlings. So happy birthday to you if your your um, birthday falls in this little gateway. Um, the main day out of time itself is July the 25th. And this is all based upon the moons. So and the May and moon cycles, right, which is the 13 moons. So ultimately we're left with one extra day and that's July the 25th, right? Uh, and like I said, this is in the Mayan calendar. Um, I know that there's some – I don't want to really get into it, but people – I've been taught by Justin um, and I've worked with these five crystals and this day for over a decade. Um, and this, this, is, this is my organic take. This is my organic experiences with these five crystals in these five days and um, learning about the 13 moons, the main calendar, and that July the 25th is the, the day out of time. And then come July the 26th is the Mayan New Year's Day, which is the crystal of Larimar. And we move back to City One then. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So the five crystals are celestite, celestial quartz, dioptase, peach calcite, and garnet. So I just wanted to at least rattle those five crystals off to you um, that we're going to be working with. The main day out of time for me is always, so it's next Monday, so a week from today. Um, it's just a beautiful day of receiving for me. Again, I don't get caught up in, oh, it's the greatest day of the year and you've got to do 8 million different things. Just like, oh, it's 8-8 gateway, you've got to blah, 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 blah. Like I just don't get caught up in hype. Um, what's important to me is I trust my own soul and my own navigation kit, um, my inner compass. Um, and I stay anchored into the pillar of who I am and my own energy. I just don't get swept up in, oh my God, this alignment's happening. And if you don't do something this day, uh, you know, you, you, you know, never again will you get the chance. Every single day is a sacred day of ritual intention setting. Every single moment in your life is a moment you won't get back. And to treat each day as sacred, you know, that to me is what's more important. So I don't hang my hat on waiting for three days a year or a certain full moon or a certain eclipse or a certain this or a certain that to hope that that day will magically heal my life <laughs> because that's an absolute lie and that's a facade and that is what the spiritual entertainment industry wants to sell you, darlings, okay? Of course they do, you know? Like I love sharing information so that you can sit with it and see how it lands for you. And as always, darlings, if you don't dig me or don't dig the things, cool, bye, all good, okay? You don't have to be living by my set of curated wisdom to experience your own life. I, I encourage you to experience your life, to curate your life based on you, not based on what someone else does. So for me, this is what I've been doing for a long time and I love to share. I've got an eighth house stellium. For me, it's around sharing these sorts of tools and insights and experiences. Um, and to me, sharing is, sharing is what is successful to me. Um, when I share, I succeed. That's just how I feel in life. When I share, I succeed. When I share, I succeed. So I share all of these things. And, and you know, you might not be into crystals. That's cool. Don't, don't do the crystal stuff. That's awesome. Um, you know, it's important for you to 
discover and explore these things for yourself, yeah, not just based off what someone else has said. Um, because we see where that gets everyone, you know, just take a look around on social media, the white noise that's there, you know, it's, it's all just regurgitated bullshit. Like there's very little real experience that's going on. Um, an authentic sovereign experience where someone is autonomously doing something from their own calling, um, or, you know, or, or just following their own intuition. So for me, like I said, the, the day out of time, isn't a day that I need to spin around 8 million times and do 48 chants and blah, 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 blah. I don't have rules. You know, that's probably maybe the thing that pisses people off the most about me maybe is that I just don't have rules and I'm not going to be caged into this weird box that says I have to do only this astrology to be an astrologer. I have to only do this to be this. I have to only do this to this. I am a full manifestation of the universe and that's exactly what I am experiencing my life as, the full manifestation. Every diamond has a million facets and I'm exploring all of them. Um And so for me, I'm not going to be rigidly tainted with expectations or things that I should or shouldn't do. So the day out of time for me is a day that I carve out where I, you know, you know, I might sit in the sun for an hour. I might work. I might do the groceries. I've got netball. You know, it's, you you know, it's, it's, we live our lives as the ceremony, Um, but it's nice to understand these cycles and to pay attention. Yeah. So um, I'm very excited. Like I said, I've been working with these five days in, in, in specifically and the main day out of time for a long time. And they're just really, it's just really an incredible time. And I think because of Uranus and Mars and the North Node all together this year, it's going to be even more heightened and even more amplified. And again, this is all happening in my eighth house, you know, the house of magic. So for me, this is really what I'm experiencing right now, right? So, you know, the the magic is real and this is all around synchronicity. You know, my dreams are coming true. Like, you know, it's just everything. Like Everything is just a breadcrumb and it's like I can nearly see the full grid of the world and the earth and the cosmos and the, all the universes, you know, we're getting pictures of fucking other universes and it's, it's wild. Like, and it's so exciting. This stuff gets me so, so frothy. Um, and you know, it just, it's expansive. And that's what I want to say. This is a very expansive time. Um, So yeah, so have at it for this glorious, glorious week. Happy birthday to any of you who have a birthday um, during City 11. Welcome to the City 11 Club. So you're a City 11 birthday if you have got a birthday from the 19th to the 25th of July. So hello, let me know if that's you. Um, And I love you all so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, the fact that it's starting off like this, we do have the moon moving into Aries and then into Taurus over the next few days, um, Aries and then Taurus. And so the moon will be hitting Jupiter and Chiron and then the moon will hit Uranus, the Mars and the North Node. So we're actually getting quite a strong, steady stream of activations from the lunar, um, this, this, this week and remembering too, that the, uh, that the moon, uh, Luna Luscious is also waning at the moment. Okay. So she's had her full, she's, she's reached her full bloom. Now she's going to wane. So again, it's this, this time of, uh, you know, quiet reflection, yin, you know, but you, you know, you can still feel incredibly active and all those things when the moon is waning, of course, we're not just going to sit around for two weeks every month, but ultimately the thing is, is that if you are feeling introspective or reflective, or you're wanting to do more like yin yoga or, you know, or just, or just releasing things, letting go of things. I mean, that, that two week cycle is always giving us that chance to do that. So it's really just 
you curate your life with the cycles and things just become more effortless, more streamlined. That's all it is. You know, it's just about us being in alignment, you know, being in tune with what's going on cosmically. And um, yeah, having these next five dimensional crystals, um, I really, you know, am hoping that I can even jump on Instagram, um, even just to yeah show the, show the crystal of the day, uh, share a couple of words around that crystal um, for you to tap into for the day. Uh, that's my that's my intention. However, intentions and all these things are, you know, up for, um, you know, it, it, everything's a little bit unexpected at the moment. So I'm not holding my hat on to anything right now, which is I like to be quite ordered or planned or go, no, I'm doing my email here. I'm doing my podcast here, but I've also got to let go of the rigidity. Um, and especially at the moment with Uranus on my son, just to relax and just allow things to unfold as they unfold. Um, and yeah, as much as I want to jump on for five days, um, I'm not going to promise that purely because Uranus. And that's just what it is right now for me. It's purely because Uranus. Um, and But it's so exciting. You know, I don't know about you, but there's this anticipation in the air, butterflies in my belly, heightened as fuck awareness. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's exciting. It's, there's a mystery to it all because we don't know what to expect. Um, and the thing is, is like with this triple conjunction, like, you know, on those three days, you know, nothing might happen. You might go to work, come home, sleep, everything's normal for you. Um, but often again, super sensitive people, or, you know, depending on where it's hitting in your chart, depending how awake or aware or conscious you are, you might feel that you're not sleeping or you might feel extra zinged up or you might feel this or you might notice something synchronicity or you might take God, you know, take the universe, God, whatever you want to call. Um, you, you might see see these messages coming through. I mean, that's the biggest things with some of these alignments too is a lot of people expect certain things, um, but really the universe is giving something to you, but because you haven't expected that, you're not taking that as the sign. You've got your own list or set of rules. And that's sort of where Uranus is like, it's time to break those rules. You know, we are in a very dharmic, um, I think I said this about all of July, actually. Um, it's a very dharmic cycle this month um, with the nodes being heavily activated. Um, and again, when we move into Leo season, the sun will uh, square the nodes, uh, Venus is going to make a nice aspect to the nodes. Then in, um, in, when she moves into Leo, she will be squaring them. Um, so, yeah, so there's there's a lot going on, um, but I'm super, super excited for this month. So um, this, this week and this month, um, despite uh, it, again, not going to the way I thought it would, but <laughs> I'm getting very used to that now. Um, anyway, darlings, I love you all. It's such a pleasure, pleasure to be here. Enjoy City 11. Um, enjoy the May and day out of time and um, love you lots. Bye.